0: While we work at Microsoft, this podcast is independent of Microsoft and implies no warranty or guarantee of the products or services. We will not be sharing anything confidential, and we do not represent the opinion of Microsoft in any way. We are just two passionate guys that love what we do implementing Microsoft devices and services. Five, four, three, two, one, go! Welcome to the Device Pros Podcast. I'm Frank Pinto, and my co-host is Alfred Ojuku. This show is all about our experience as consultants implementing Microsoft solutions around the world. If you're already an IT pro or you're trying to get started, you've come to the right place. We will discuss tech success and failure in the show, resources, tips, tricks, and everything in between. You can find us at www.thedevicepros.com on twitter and facebook as the device pros hold on to your surfaces. the episode is about to begin welcome back to another amazing episode of the device pros my name is frank pinto and i'm joined by my amazing and famous co-host alfred Alfred.
1: Uh, that's my name that's my name
0: alfred how you doing brother
1: I'm doing good. Doing good.
0: Our audience is definitely happy to see you here. (laughs) All right. So last episode, we weren't 100% certain because we're doing so much kick butt uh, content these days. We're pushing out episodes week after week. Uh, Weren't positive what episode we were at. This is episode number 18, man. We're two away from episode 20. Yeah, and I can tell you're excited about that. Awesome.
1: Oh, I'm totally excited. I'm, I'm, you know, beyond excited. I think we're doing great. The content is awesome, and hopefully, you guys are enjoying it too. Um, maybe we get a laugh or two out of you guys. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, so make sure you keep sending us some feedback. We keep asking for that every week. We're gonna drive you bananas because the feedback's how we figure out what to do next. Uh, if our website's working for you, uh, by the way, there's a new mailing list set up on there. So if you're interested to get uh, regular emails from us, sign up for the mail list, please. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. You name it, we're there. All the uh, social media links are online, so check us out at thedevicepros.com. Mm-hmm. All right, so got all that crap out of the way. Let's dive right in. We are going to talk about Enterprise Mobility Suite today. So, Alfred, why don't you why don't you start us off by telling us what the heck is EMS, and um, and why are we going to talk about it?
1: Well, and before we even get into that, uh, the question really comes to, I just want to make sure you guys understand, we, you know, EMS is a key function of device management. Um, but. It- it, it's a portion of the mobility story that we, uh, that Microsoft is taking on to sort of show the value that EMS has for the customer. So EMS is not just about your mobile devices. It's not just about um, your data, but it's a, it's a combination of all those things. So it's an, it's a, a, a an offering that we provide, you know, that gives, you and the users a f- holistic view of what it means to manage data that might be remotely accessed, or you know, have devices that need specific access to a different device, and also maintain your identity and the security of the applica- of the data that you're actually transmitting. Well, that's so, awesome,
0: man. I mean, that was maybe the best description of the word "sweet" I've ever heard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. No, the best description is Alfred.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> You get you get the flush for that one, man.
1: Yeah, uh, you say that. That's my, <laughs> uh, I won't say that. Much, so. All
0: right. So enterprise mobility suite. Now that Alfred has explained the word suite to all of our listeners, I'm I'm hoping that they understand it clearly because I'm sure that's a very foreign word to all IT pros out there. Thank you, Alfred. Uh, so we have enterprise mobility suite, and if we just take those three words and sort of break them down, right? I mean, what does that mean? Enterprise, right? We're not talking about uh, necessarily. The 25 users, uh, we're talking about enterprise level. While it can work with a small organization that has a small number of users, it can also work with large organization or enterprises, right? So that's the first key that it tells me in the name. Mobility, we've talked a lot about that on, on previous podcasts.
1: Yeah, BYOD, PCIT. Yeah, we got to be the, mobile. All part of it.
0: We got to let our users be able, uh, we have to help enable our users to be able to work from home, be able to work from the coffee shop, work from the hotel, work from the plane, the train, you know, wherever it is that they need to get their job done. But we got to do it safely. So, exactly. One of our products or one of any of our competitors' products doesn't enable this. So, the key last bit of this statement, enterprise mobility suite, is that Microsoft said, you know what? We've got. Awesome products uh, out there. Let's let's couple them all together. Let's suite a few of them together to make this really simple and cheaper for our customers to be able to implement. Hence, Enterprise Mobility Suite.
1: And I'm actually going to flip it around and say it the other way. We see the value of taking advantage of all the components that make that experience for you as a user secure, safe, and easy to use. And that, it, it, that requires us to kind of bundle all those pieces together and tell that story as one Sweet, you know.
0: Yeah, sweet. So, Air quotes. So, sweet.
1: Sweet, exactly. Sweet. Um, When you hear EMS, just think sweet. <laughs> um. So, and the, and the truth is mobility is the new normal, right? Mobility is where things are. We, you know, 10 years ago, Windows and devices and every a computer on every desk was the normal. We wanted to have those PCs, but as we kind of evolved into this era of... Having mobile devices and ensuring you can communicate regardless of where you are—trains, plane, air, you know, uh, it, mobility became a an a, a absolute requirement. And it's not only a consumer phenomena now; it's now in the enterprise, and it's it's growing faster than we can probably you know you know count on one hand. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's it is really growing fast, and it's way beyond just a phenomenon at this point.
1: Uh, the other, the other side of the, just the, the, the new norm is the fact that you also have to worry about managing the application. So the app world.
0: Hold on a second. You said the new norm. We're, we're not talking about norm here. Are we cheers?
1: No, 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 not new norm. Not new norm Judah either.
0: Not new norm Judah. (laughs) New Judah 3.0. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Exactly. No, new normal right uh-huh. this is, what it is okay exactly yep um uh, the, you know the average user probably has i would say 3.3 3- uh, devices on an average, I mean, that means that they probably carry a point three device somewhere with some, you know, one-third of a device somewhere. Um, being that Frank and I are device pros, between us, we probably have eight
0: devices. It's probably yeah. it's probably one of those um, one of those Apple devices, that point three, you know, because they yeah. just things break, you know. It was down. an alien device. I uh, fell Android, on the ground. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. In In that the would be the point three.
1: That's that extra one. They, they don't want to ever bring it out. They just want to no. show it and say, yeah. hey, I got one. So yeah, no, the average device is 3.3. That's just, you know, so that means one of them is ultimately going to be a mobile device and it may not even be, even be owned by your company. But guess what? You're going to want to access that data. You're going to want to access your company data, and you're going to want to share that information based on your company data and your information on the same device.
0: Well, hold on a second. I'm, I'm taking point from security here. Woo. Share that data. Whoa. With who and why and how and when. Whoa. Exactly.
1: Whoa. So And those are the things that we started realizing as Microsoft we needed to be able to manage. And that's where access and information protection comes into play. Uh-huh. Right. So making sure we have the right info to the right person on the right devices
0: newsflash right info right person right time
1: (laughs) exactly that's what i told anyway um The the key was dynamic access control could help you do that. So DRM is a feature that you'll see as part of the enterprise mobility suite that gets you know that you can actually purchase you get you get to take advantage of that. So Azure RMS you know you know ADRMS all of that becomes an option. Um, if you have some level of enterprise mobility if you have it enabled you can take advantage of. Who gets access to your files, your company files, when you share it out? What they can do with that information, and that way, it it ensures that um, you're you're not responsible for any data leakage of company information. A lot of times, people don't take into that into consideration because yeah, until they're,
0: they're in the newspaper, then all of a sudden it matters.
1: You got it. You got it. That's right. You know, so we, the key is to secure the access to the work files. And, you know, obviously it, has, it includes everything from offline work folder um, and work folders, um, you know, and just data protection from uh, DRM being running on your laptop to your desktop to your mobile devices.
0: So I use this when I've lately when I've been talking to customers, I've been talking about data in a in a very different concept. I've been um, looking at this or trying to share a visual with my uh, business focused customers right so, Ooh,
1: Visual. I don't know about those
0: yeah well, well we're going for visual and this one's not a bad one <laughs> nothing to do with Frank in a bathing suit okay <laughs>
1: that's what I was afraid of.
0: yeah yeah we're not going there so so here's the idea right traditional IT security we look at things like securing the perimeter and then securing the device well let's just imagine that our data is treasure inside of a locked treasure chest Well, typically treasure chests, if we go back to the world of the pirates, right? They hide that, um, they hide that treasure chest in something secure. Maybe they bury it in a sand or they stick it in the cave or whatever, right? So they're trying to protect the, uh, the treasure chest itself, which holds the important information, the gold. Uh, in this case, our gold is data, right? So, if I am able to break through, if I find that, if I get the map and I find that treasure chest, now I have one more step to get to the data so uh, I find uh you know the data in this case, the treasure chest contains the data, and the treasure chest would be the device so now I'm trying to hack the device and get through that device and if I get through that device or I break the lock on that treasure chest, bang there's my there's my gold, there's my data, and I'm in trouble so really, what we're trying to get our customers to understand is yes, it is important to protect the perimeter, and yes, it is important to protect the device, but if you do that, you're doing it all in vain because you have to protect your data itself. So we, when we talk about information protection, we're talking about looking at IT security in a little bit different way. We were actually have the ability to protect access to the data itself and do things like automatically encrypt it if we know it's high business impact with personally identifiable information. So I've been using this kind of visual concept with customers and I think what I'll do, I have a couple of PowerPoint slides that I made with some minor uh, animations. I think I'll just throw a link on on the show notes so people can just grab those if they want to use this to talk about it inside their own organizations.
1: No, I think that's good. I think the more we share about it, the more people understand um the benefits. And 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 the truth of the matter is that's what differentiates us from Mark from other competitors. Airwatch, Mobile Iron. They're doing mobile device management, but they're not doing, you know, the enterprise mobility and the whole kit and caboodle that includes security and you know we haven't even talked about identity management so you know a forefront identity match where you can have your passwords and your account information sort of synced so you're not consistently having to enter it in it automatically knows who you are based on claims claims claims-based authentication right well people
0: here so let me let's dispel a myth people think all right actually it's better if my end users have a password to get into the sharepoint site and a password to get into their laptop. And a PIN a boot up when BitLocker kicks on and blah, 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 right? So let's say we make our users use five passwords. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing, isn't it, right? Five la- five layers of security? Uh, no, it's not a good thing. you know why it's not a good thing? Guess what your end users do in that situation? They get a little yellow Post-it note. They grab a business card, they write their passwords down, and they put it right in with their laptop when they close it up and stick it in their laptop bag. So that's not very helpful, is it? No. No. So we need to use other things. We need to use things that take the end user, that make the experience for the end user better, but also make the whole whole situation, the whole back end, the whole experience more secure by doing things like certificate. Uh, you, you know, utilizing certificates, knowing that if a particular computer is part of the domain or isn't part of the domain, it can have access to certain types of information, etc. cetera.
1: Uh, right? And I, I'll ask a question for you, Frank, and maybe you you, you probably know. this. So now, do we care about the types of devices that are being managed through the enterprise mobility suites?
0: Well, okay, so there's two ways to look at that. Um, honestly, from my perspective, no, we don't really care about the device that's being managed. But we should say... Uh, If we Microsoft uses we've talked about this before in the podcast, but Microsoft has three broad stroke buckets of data that we look at and we do drill down from there. But we have low business impact, medium business impact and high business impact. So if it's HBI, we might say, look, I don't care what device you use, but it has to have a TPM chip in it so Mm -hmm. that I can you know, use that bit of security for something that's high business impact. Whether it's an apple, a schmapple, a, you know, alien, it doesn't matter. Just it has to meet these security standards to access the data.
1: agreed so in some degree you know the encouragement is is to have users in the enterprise use more secure devices so that they have control better control of their data but we won't be able to stop them if they decide to use other devices that don't provide that level of security
0: yeah and that's the problem when you don't secure the data right so end users And this is typically not um, malintent, right? They're not trying to hurt the organization. But we see this a lot where we go to an organization and the end user will say, look, the way IT works, it stops me from doing my job. I have an Excel spreadsheet. I need to finish this up. It does have very important private information in it. But I got to go pick up my kid and then I got to go home and make dinner. And when I get home, I need to work and finish that because it's due tomorrow. So I'm just going to email it to myself. Or I'm just going to Dropbox it somewhere. Or I'm just going to copy it to USB key. So the problem with that is right, the end user is not trying to cause a security breach. They're trying to do their job. Um, but the way that we have our traditional security set up, we take that away from them because we don't enable them to do that work but do it securely. And that's the whole idea by securing the data. So fine, if the end user emails a high business impact uh, spreadsheet to themselves if that computer can't be configured to meet the security needs that we have placed on it right claims-based authentication then they can't edit it there but if it can be if we can say all right this device must be encrypted this device must uh, have a certificate it must be whatever workplace joined um, and then you can access that information that's how we really protect our data and information
1: Right, and so enterprise mobility. We mentioned the difference between mobile device management and enterprise mobility. Again, we'll state it again. Enterprise mobility suite takes into account the advantage of all of those solutions that you find in MDM. It protects your data. It allows you to have you know high levels of identity management, and it allows you to use the device of your choice as long as it meets the company requirements. Another piece of, so I, I know we had an episode where we talked about Windows Intune and the importance of its integration with Configuration Manager. E- EMS doesn't care, right? We, we want to, we take advantage of e- uh, Configuration Manager with Intune so that you can better manage those devices and better push those policies down to those devices. If, so for example, if, you know, Tom leaves the company and he had EMS enabled on his system, once he leaves, you can wipe that device and only only remove the company data and allow him to um, have access to his cor- his customer, his own personal data on that device. It's that slick. It's that divided. And
0: it's I, important, too, right? Because you get into a legal discussion about that if an end user is using their own computer and IT sends a command to wipe that computer and the whole thing gets wiped. And let's say that end user had, you know, pictures of their baby's birth and they don't have copies anywhere else, that could be a a big legal problem. So the fact that we can do through Intune targeted or selective wipe, I think that's really important. Mm
1: -hmm. Agreed.
0: All right, so the other thing is that, um, you know, Microsoft is constantly, we're on a really good rhythm now where we're really reducing the, the time it takes to upgrade and update our systems and the things that we're offering. So... It's important that we start looking at this cloud, uh, infrastructure, right? All these different pieces that make up enterprise mobility suite. But the thing, uh, that I think is really cool that we're doing for our customers is that if you, if you purchase these three individual components that make up the suite that we call enterprise mobility suite, I I don't have the data sheet in front of me, but I think it's about 12 bucks per user. What is it, Alfred? Four bucks. No, no, no. I mean, if you buy all three pieces individually, oh, gotcha. it, yes, I think correct. it's about 12 bucks for all three pieces individually. You know, if I said, Oh, I want a piece of this, this and this. Exactly. It's 12 bucks. But if you buy the suite together, all three of those components that make up enterprise mobility suite, it's something like six bucks or 650 or 750, something like that. Huh. It's quite a bit cheaper. You well, times that by a thousand users or 10,000 users. And that's a heck of a savings. Well, obviously everyone has their different licensing, licensing schemes, but it's, so if you buy Azure AD premium, and you buy Azure Rights Management and Windows Intune, You do, if you bought them all separately, that's $12 per user uh, per month. If you buy the suite, the Enterprise Mobility Suite, which includes AD Premium, Rights Management, and Intune, it's $7.50 per month per user. That's really cool, right, because we didn't say per device. If an end user has, how many did you say, 3.3 devices? Yes. Yeah, so it's not 750 times 3.3. It's 750 times 1 because it's one user across their devices.
1: Agreed. Yeah, so I mean the key thing is just understanding how we differentiate amongst our uh, amongst the other folks that are doing the same similar work. Um, have the, those are the differentiators. Having the hybrid identity fit, uh, built in. Having the Azure component, you know, the, um, taking advantage of Azure, um, Azure RMS and Azure Rights Manager and Azure AD Premium, uh, as ways to manage access to those devices and ensure that you have the password protection. If you need to change your password, you don't have access to your on-prem domain. You can go through Azure AD Premium and change those passwords. A lot of really cool features you get to take advantage of that, and that's you would
0: self-service too. By the way, that password piece that you just mentioned,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. so
0: the end user can do it themselves. But in fact, that's like one of the number one help desk calls that we um, we've heard from our customers. It's expensive because an end user is locked out, so they can't do their job. They don't have any way to reset it themselves. They have to call the help desk, that adds more expense because now we need an admin to go in, do the reset, etc. So based on existing IT security policies, we can set that up in the cloud and end user can do it for themselves. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, oh, pretty exciting. I'm 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 looking forward to it. The other piece that uh, uh I want to mention as well. I think we talked about the pricing model already, but um just basic, you know, one thing that we didn't do in the past is really focus on, you know, some of the new features that are coming with the solutions like Intune where you have your know, VPN uh, VPN certificates and managing it, uh, you know, Wi-Fi certificates and policies, being able to push it down to the device and manage those policies and say, hey, these applications can actually run on this device. Oh, and these ones can't. So they can't share data onto different um, sharing apps. And that way it prevents the proliferation of information out to the, to the, to, to, uh, the consumer world if it's your own private corporate data that's a huge plus.
0: That is a huge plus. Um, I know a lot of cu- uh, customers are asking too, hey look, if we want to se- if we want to step up, let's say we already have um, Office 365 licensing or something and we want to move up to the Enterprise Mobility Suite, can we bolt those things on? And yes, <laughs> we can. We can bolt those things on. And all you got to do is talk to your Microsoft representative or your partner representative. And they can help you transition. So you're not stuck if you already made a choice or a purchase with Microsoft, they're going to help you get to that next level.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed.
0: All right. Well, well. What else? I mean, I'm excited about this. I, I don't know. Are we, are we covering everything that are that people should know about Enterprise Mobility Suite?
1: Well, there's there's so much that's so cool about it. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a number of products that you have to understand. But I, the the one feature that I you know I always kind of come back to is realizing that we don't have to. It's not just a Windows Phone. Uh, it's not just about Windows Phone 8.1. Although we like that. It, it does have that cross-platform support, and given that we have such a proliferation of devices and mobile devices out there, it's nice to know that you can take advantage of it and manage the majority of your, your devices and your infrastructure. Management is the game right now.
0: Hey, you know what? Way to go, Microsoft. That was nice work. <laughs> Playing nice with our competitors. Who else does that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think it's it's important, right? We talk about this a lot with our customers. Yeah, you know what makes it easier is if you're on this if you share an ecosystem, right? So if I've got a Windows phone, if I've got a Windows laptop, I got a Windows tablet, the interface is the same. It's really easy to share information in between those. Yes, that's true. But if you're in a situation where end users need iPads or you've already deployed a few thousand iPads, hey, that's no problem. We can help you take care of those and the, the data that's being accessed on them as well. Agreed. Cool beans, man. All right. So uh, I think I'm about ready to wrap up. We kind of nailed this one.
1: Oh, I don't think we had a choice, but it was lots of fun and kind of nice sharing that information with you all as we went through this suite. I mean, I think to keep in mind is as we get deeper into these sessions, you might see, you know, inklings of this discussion around the Enterprise Mobility Suite. We might break it up into separate parts and just focus on the hybrid identity portion or just focus on the data protection. But, you know, either way, it's, devices have a large flavor and have a lot to do with EMS, so you'll hear more about that in the future.
0: Awesome, Alfred. Thanks a lot for another amazing episode of the, of the Device Pros, and users keep it coming. And users, listeners, keep it coming. I'm so used to saying "end users." That's who I talk to every day. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, keep it coming. We're, we're getting your feedback. It's making a difference. Uh, by the time you hear this podcast, I will be a. Is it a Seattleite? Is that what I will be? I might be a Seattleite.
1: Yeah, you'll be a light or just a Seat, whatever. You call it what you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not well, a Fiat, a <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another amazing episode of the Device Pros. Please check us out online, the devicepros.com. Check us out on Twitter or the Facebook, Device Pros. Uh, we, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much, and we will and talk to you soon. YouTube. Bye. And YouTube. That wraps up another amazing episode of The Device Pros. We appreciate you tuning in and participating. We'll be back in two weeks with another incredible episode helping the technology community, one podcast at a time. We want to hear from your loyal members, so please reach out on our website, TheDevicePros.com or the Device Pros on Twitter and Facebook. For now, be good to your technology and remember, the NSA is watching. See ya! While we work at Microsoft, this podcast is independent of Microsoft and implies no warranty or guarantee of the products or services. We will not be sharing anything confidential, and we do not represent the opinion of Microsoft in any way. We are just two passionate guys that love what we do implementing Microsoft devices and services.